Welcome in on another episode in the KIPS podcast. My name is Tyler Valencia. I'm the president of KIPS and Time to Train Fitness. We got a best of June and July in the KIPS podcast. And if you're new to the podcast, these are episodes that are kind of roundups. I'm going to go through content that was developed in the past two months. I'm going to throw out the top 10 cities from June and July, and then hopefully give you a little bit of insight into what's in the pipeline, but also give you some, um, okay, I'll give it advice, social media advice uh, to kind of give this episode some, some substance. There we go. Well, before we get to all that stuff, if you're listening, first of all, thank you. I know that there's a lot of options out there when it comes to podcasts. So thank you for tuning in, listening. Please make sure you do all the podcast stuff. Like, subscribe, maybe leave us a review on your favorite platform. All those things help with growing this podcast and getting out there to more health, fitness, and wellness professionals. The substance part of this podcast, how I mentioned, in terms of giving you something to take away that you can utilize hopefully right away with your, your business has to do with Instagram Reels. Now, this is something that I've actually texted to fitness professional friends of mine before I recorded this, probably in the last two hours. I texted them about how Instagram has made it much easier to create Reels. And I've said this before in different episodes, but in the Reel tab, so let's say you go to uh, the Create, it's like the plus sign, and then you go to Reel. In the upper right-hand corner, it should say templates. And here you're going to find the uh, templates that are you could easily insert your content into. You can find original audio that you can insert your content into and other things that are already trending. So I bring this up because I know that there are others out there that are maybe struggling or uh, trying to find out how do I create these reels that maybe they're not sure with what steps should I do first, all these types of things. There's a lot of questions, a lot of things to go over with it. And it might just become just too confusing. And I'm here to say that it's much easier than you think. I'm going to give you right now, step by step. So what I would do next time you work out, whether you're working out at home, your living room, the gym, outside, wherever that might be, take a tripod, record some content, some exercises, a couple reps, maybe just three, four uh, exercises in your circuit or in your workout. Make sure that it looks good. You're framed properly, all those kinds of things. Next, go into Instagram. So once you've finished it, go into Instagram and then go find a template that you like. And it's going to be as simple as, wow, I like how this sounds. And then all of a sudden it's going to pop up and you just replace the content in it. And all of a sudden you have a great looking real using the content that's you showing off what you're doing and boom it's in a trend that's the big thing that to take away from this is that using these templates also they put stuff that's trending in there so people can organically find you and follow you like it and if people are liking it and more people are following you they're going to show the real to more people instagram wants people on their platform don't Forget that. They want people on their platform. So they're making it easier for you to create content that people like and keeps people watching. So using something like this, don't think that it's a a trick or it's a way to hack a system or anything like that. It's just a way to create better content. And for Instagram, for them, they are hopefully giving you these tools to come back. So keep this in mind. Hopefully this is something new to you. And hopefully something that you can utilize right away. And my example that I gave, 
maybe you're in, maybe you're a health coach, wellness coach, replace that example I gave with something within your field that you'd maybe do on a regular day, maybe with, with your clients, something that's on brain with what you do, and then boom, you have a, a reel that you can utilize on Instagram and on Facebook. So that's it right there for the substance piece. Let's now get to some of the admin work here, going with the top 10 cities of June and July, starting at the bottom in Canada, Calgary, been up there, I think the whole year, Calgary's been on this list. Next, Ashburn, Beaverton, and I apologize right here, Fuqua Varina. I don't know uh, if I said that correctly. Hopefully I did. Chicago, Chandler, Frankfurt, Council Bluffs, Boardman, and Columbus. Thank you, as always, for being listeners, tuning into the podcast, and hopefully getting something from this. If you ever have a topic or maybe somebody that you want to see on the episode, shoot us an email with a subject line podcast, info at kipsonline.org, and we'll see what we can do with it. If you're in the market for adjustable dumbbells or at-home workout equipment, check out Core Home Fitness at the link in the description. From adjustable dumbbells, multi-function benches, and all-in-one options, they got it all. I personally have their adjustable dumbbells and the glute drive that also works as a bench and would recommend them to anyone building their home gym or looking for easy adjustable options. The dumbbells, they easily adjust from five pounds to 50 pounds just by turning the handle and lock in for your safety. Grab yourself a pair and see for yourself how easy they can fit into your fitness program. If you've been a fan of this podcast, you know that before end of each episode, you're gonna hear a promotion for the Naboso Duo insoles. I've been using them for probably a year and a half, and I personally think they're game changers. I think everybody should get them, try them out, see what you think. And personally, I've talked about how I used to have foot pain just from sitting at a desk and then trying to be active, trying to go work out and not really being able to fully maximize it. So I always try to throw it out there for individuals to just try them out, see what you think utilize them in your day-to-day, and hopefully improve your overall activity level. That's the key right there, activity level. So check them out. There's a link in the description for the Naboso insoles. They have a variety of them to check out, different accessories. Check them all out. See what you think, and hopefully come back and let us know that they've really helped out with your activity level. Let's get back to the episode. Getting now to the podcast episodes that were released the last two months. Not many, but I will tell you that there's been some good work in the background being done with the first one. It was with Kelly Favre. Now, in the intro, I always mention how I am also own a company called Time to Train Fitness. We do YouTube-based workouts, and Kelly is somebody that I've worked with for the last, I think, two years. I'm trying to think of the exact time. I think we're coming on two years here. And she does cycling. She does cycling, and she can do some hit exercises. And I thought it was time to bring her on because she has that unique perspective uh, in terms of being somebody that taught in person at a at gyms and now going online and that type of transition, what it's like, what's that mindset and how do you approach it? I think that those are things that hopefully people listen to and they realize that they can still do it and it takes maybe a different mindset. One of the things that her and I have talked about over the last few years is how online isn't for everybody. And I know that that's probably not the most inspirational thing to hear, but online might not be for you. 
But if you want to give it a try, or if you want to go down that route, go, go down it. Give it your best effort. And most likely you'll see results if you do. That's usually what has to deal with it, who it's right for and who it's not right for us. If you give it your best effort, I guarantee you'll start seeing results. And uh, with Kelly, we now have her on her own channel, Kelly Favre Cycling. And we're, we're in that process where YouTube is picking up her demographics, finding more people that like her channel. And we did this switch just a few months ago. And this is insight into YouTube and also the business that we uh, that we operate is that Kelly used to be on our main channel, Time to Train Fitness. And on there we had bar workouts. We have hit workouts with me. We have dumbbell workouts with, with me. And we also had the cycling on there. And we were seeing that we weren't getting the same type of results with the cycling. And you know, you might think right off the bat, oh, it's probably because people, it's not good content. And then, you know, that stuff can be uh, something that hurts your motivation that you're kind of scratching your head. Like, why isn't it working? Like, these are these are good workouts. We're spending a lot of time on them. And when you start to think about YouTube, they're trying to find the perfect viewer. Same thing how, how I talked about with Instagram, how Instagram is looking for people that likes your content, trying to build your demographic, keep people on their platform. YouTube is doing the same thing. If people are spending more time on their platform, they're going to show your content more and they're going to help you grow your channel. And so we moved her to her own channel and we're in that phase where, where it's learning more and we're seeing quicker results, even better results, despite having a fraction of this full amount of subscribers we have on the main channel. So pretty cool thing there. I'm going to drop here a clip from the episode with her and have of course, there's always the links in the description to listen to the full episode. My presentation on the video um, has come probably the furthest in my, mm -hmm. I guess, my personality, if you will. Yeah. Um, in the beginning, I think I was just, I go into instructor mode and this is what we're going to do and I'm not going to deviate. It's just when you're on, when you're on screen, it's different. You have to, you know, use more expression almost like make everything bigger. I've learned. Like if I make a small hand gesture hurt, it's not going to show up as well as if I do something grand on video. Mm. Um, so I think I've noticed that. I think I've come along. I hope I've mm -hmm. come a long way in that. Um, you kind of learn to just, I've learned to let my guard down a little bit more when I'm on the bike versus just totally being in instructor mode. This is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. Um, even though, like I said, I think that's hard because you don't have that audience which we talked about a little bit ago when you don't have that yeah. audience to feed off of, <laughs> to feed off yourself. Yeah. Um, and I think that takes time. I really do. Um, like I said, if I look back on my old videos, I was just very kind of almost robotic. Like, you know, it was still a great class, I believe. And, you know, the workout was good. But for me, it was just very robotic versus adding in more just kind of fun, if you will. I'm not sure what word to use to describe personality, just more, you know, laid back and comfortable. Maybe that's the word as more comfortable in the setting that you're in online. Now, the next episode in the Kips podcast that was released was about the topic, what to do after you become certified. Now, this is an interesting one because I feel like I've talked about it in different episodes. I think most recently with uh, a previous guest, Vincent Medso, we talked about certifications, how they're developed, all these types of things. And with getting certified, you you hopefully think right off the bat, okay, you know, I got I got certified, and now I'm gonna 
uh, go tackle the world and you kind of hit this rude awakening. You're like, oh, wow, this is much harder than I thought. And what do you do? Like, where do you, where are those steps? I talked about in this episode how when you get certified, that education is just meant to pass the exam. What you do with it is the harder part. And I know a lot of instructors, whether you're a group fitness instructor, personal trainer, you don't know where to go. You don't know, should I just go to my gym, apply? And should I be getting more experience? Should I get more education? If you're trying to get hired at a gym, they're probably asking, okay, well, we need, we want instructors with experience. So then how do you get that experience? And so it's this vicious cycle in a way that how do you get the, they want experience, but you, they're not hiring new people. So how am I supposed to get the experience? And with it, that experience though, what it does give you is that comfortability with selling training, working with clients. And so what you do after you become certified is a big question. Where do I start? One of the tips that I talked about in it that I'm going to talk about right now is maybe you start training friends, friends and family. That might be a good first step. And you might think, well, I need to start making money. I need to start bringing in some, some money to pay for this investment, this investment in time and money that I paid for this certification. How do I start paying it off? And maybe starting off, well, maybe even you're doing it, especially if you're training friends and family, they're not going to care if you haven't passed that exam. But that gives you that rhythm, that lingo, that when you're working with clients, you get more comfortable and things start to just roll off your tongue easier. When you're breaking down an exercise or when you're talking about where you should be feeling things, things along that nature, those are things that come with experience. And so maybe starting there, whether it's online or with a small group in your backyard, your garage, wherever that might be, maybe start there and build from there. Get that rhythm so that once you do get your shot and your shot might come in the, the form of a tryout, that you're ready and people will see that right off the bat. And that's one of the things that I think can really give you a head start is if you get that down right away. So let's go to a clip from that episode right now. Now, the last question to think about is how does it build your your business or your client list? And when I say business, I think people think, well, I don't own a business. And I'm talking about more mindset, a business with a business within a business. If you are working for a facility, you're working for a gym, having that mindset of I am my own business and I need to grow my client list because that's often how you're treated or treated as if you should be your own business. You should be growing your own client list and you only get a few leads if that's the kind of gym that you work in. But how does this certification help you? How does it build your business, your client list? Are you getting more clients? These are things that you don't really think about, but they should be thought about. And this last area that we're going to talk about here, what type of course should you take? Now, I've been thinking about this, saying this for ever since I've probably been in the industry. And that's that business fundamentals and marketing courses are highly undervalued in our industry, in our health and wellness industry. And I know that's one of the things that when I speak to people that own conferences, work for conference companies, they always talk about how the business courses are typically not that popular. And it's it's almost mind boggling to think that, that nobody takes those those courses because they're so important in my opinion. They are what help you stay within the industry. 
Yes, program development, exercise science-related topics, all important. But business skills are honestly what help you stay in the field. And some of that business savvy, that mindset that some people, they might have a stigma towards it. They might think that, oh, I don't want to be that person that puts themselves out there on social media or I don't want to do X, Y, and Z. Well, you're putting a roadblock in front of you from learning about those areas. I There's so many positive things of social media, but yet all we hear and see is potentially negative things or we get in this mindset that, why don't I look like this? And especially look, working in a superficial industry where people look at looks and that you're judged on those types of things, it of course makes it tough, but there's so many positive things and a lot of great education out there that you can build your own following. You can build your own client list with marketing, with business fundamentals that help you turn this into a career. That is the big takeaway for this with the certification, turning this into a career and not just a hobby and not just something that you have to leave after a few months because you're not making enough. The grind is real within the health and fitness industry. If you are a personal trainer, group exercise instructor, those are things that I can speak from that it's a grind early mornings, late nights, middle of the day, trying to figure out how to grow your client list, all these things. And you're searching through ideas, constantly trying to figure out things. So to wrap this section up of it, should you get another certification? I think if you can answer any of those things, yes. Okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't think there is a right or wrong answer. Before we sign off here in this episode, as I mentioned before, I'm going to talk about what's in the pipeline with KIPS. There's two tutorials that I'm working on that I think can be pretty useful. The first one is a tutorial on using Canva to build a branded holiday post. Now, the last month, there was the 4th of July, and that's when you start seeing on social media, happy 4th of July posts. So how do you create those? How do you brand it? And please note that I hope that you're branding it. You're not just downloading a template or downloading something off of Google then putting it up on your social media. All those steps, it's easier than you think. And so I'm going to be doing something in Canva that is a screen recording, step-by-step tutorial for that. So be on the lookout for that. The next one that I just started, the outline for it, but it's going to be about why building your demographics on YouTube is important. As I mentioned before, when I was talking about with, with Kelly, with the demographics and the analytics, that kind of stuff, how YouTube is trying to find that ideal viewer. This is where letting YouTube do its thing, being patient comes into play. So I'm going to be working on that, showcasing some of the, the details from behind the scenes with Time to Terrain, with Kelly's channel, and, in, and then another channel that we have within the brand. As I mentioned, links are in the description for these full episodes. Thank you for tuning in, being a supporter of the Kips podcast, and I hope to see you in the next one.